Welcome to episode 105 of the Pack Life Podcast. I'm your host, Bruiser Carter. Joined today here just with my blood brother again, like episode 99, Cut Carter. Cut Carter, how are you doing, man? Mr. Reliable, cut up. Mr. Reliable, that's yeah. yeah. I'm well, I'm well. Um, before we start, gotta say shout out to the Atlanta Hawks. Great postseason. Uh, we were able to attend two games round one, three games round three, and three games around two and three as well. So shout out to Atlanta Hawks. Great postseason. Like lot to look forward to in the future. Cam Reddish, DeAndre Hunter. Uh, Okongu, uh, Trey Young, of course, and resign John, resigning John Collins should be fun. What you think? Cut that should be that's your team. Hey man, I was I was, I was my team. It is your team. I mean, my second team. But uh, I like I like what I saw. I knew Trey was who he is, so I'm excited that everybody else is now getting to see that. Um, John Collins, pay that man. Uh, Capella showed me a, a, a good amount this season that I didn't expect. Uh, Cam Reddish, when he came back, I knew game one he struggled, but that first game he struggled, but that second game he showed back, I was like, I see it. I see the potential. I see the see the vision. Yeah. Really miss DeAndre Hunter. So having him back a help, Bogey ball, Bogey played worth the contract. Gallinari played worth his contract as the veterans making that some decent money, max money. Um, shout out to Nathan Knight, too. He's a young, he's a young project, but I think he's really good as well. And Herder, Kayvon. He showed up, man. I, 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 I couldn't have been more happy that he actually showed up. So Trey, Herder, Bogey, Reddish, Hunter, Collins, Capella, Nathan Knight, Okongu, the future's bright for the Hawks. And making it to the Eastern Conference Finals unexpectedly is just like, people didn't even think y'all was going to make the playoffs, you feel me? I, I had y'all making the offs, but yeah, y'all went to the Eastern Conference Finals, so keep building on that, maybe add a free agent. But to be honest, you might not even need one. Getting there organically is the way to go. And they also resigned Nate McMillan today to be there. Um... I mean, I, I wasn't worried about that. It was my <laughs> and that's where we will start. Uh, let's recap the conference finals for the Eastern Conference. We pretty much did most of the dirty work. The Bucks defeated the Atlanta Hawks in six games. Giannis Antetokounmpo got injured game four, but no Giannis, no problem. Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton got to work game five and six and sent the Atlanta Hawks packing. Um, Hawks front, before we get to the Bucks, you just wrapped it up nicely. Uh, do you think John Collins should – do you think the Hawks should resign John Collins? I'm one of those people that think his production can, re- can be replaced because Trey Young is that great at facilitating the ball that he'd get anyone in that production. Do you agree? I think Trey is good enough to get anybody that production. However, I think you need to pay him. He's been, he was here before Trey. Don't forget, y'all were nothing. <laughs> so <laughs> I think he deserves the, the, the opportunity to come back and get better. And I know that he might not have been consistent, but that was his first playoff run. But I think he has the tools to be consistent. And you're replacing him. I mean, replacing him won't be easy with what you have already because nobody on your team is that good inside, that good at catching lobs, and that good at shooting a three ball. No big man, no other big man would be doing that for them. And Hunter, maybe, but I don't think Hunter is a four. I think he's a three. Got you. Uh, aspiring contracts is Tony Snell, Lou Williams, uh, John Collins, Solomon Hill, and Brandon Goodwin. Everybody's gone. Brandon Goodwin might be able to come back and be a, a third string uh, think, point guard. Think Lou gone too? No, I don't think. I think Lou's the only one that might get a contract, but to be honest, at this point in his career, he needs to go play like with Brooklyn, the Lakers, or something. And just you know, 
Well, the Hawks, well, Hawks was just uh in the Eastern Conference, though. They yeah. get a rank in Atlanta. But superstar, now the superstars getting their rest. So I think a lot of this is going to be superstar ball next year, especially with the Warriors. If everybody comes back, it's going to be a lot going on. So I feel like he could go to a different different team and definitely get the opportunity. Even Golden State, he could be their six man. Like he doesn't come back to Atlanta would be good for him in the culture, but I could understand if he leaves. But he's the only person that you name that I would bring back uh, as long as as long uh, as well as John Collins. Brandon Goodwin is a, a maybe, but they really don't need him. They need a true backup point guard, and they don't have that. Chris Dunn, maybe, but I don't know. I didn't see enough of him. So mm. I wouldn't be mad if they went and got somebody else. Got you. Before we move off the Hawks, you called it in the first round uh, that we were talking about who would become a superstar in this postseason. And you said Trey Young. Did he prove himself to you to hear that he is a superstar in this league? And is he the best point guard in the East now? He was the he was, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> best point guard in the East. The best point guard in the East. He's. He's been I, – I don't know what people didn't see that I did that I was seeing. It, it just didn't make sense. So, him and Kyrie are the best – him and Kyrie are the best point guard in the East, period. Um, or him and Harden, whoever you want to say is the point guard of that team. Um, if it's Harden, then Harden's the best. But if it's Kyrie, then I, I'm going to have to get an eye of the trade based on his facilitating ability. And um, that's just, you know, it's going to be good to see, interesting to see. Yeah. This reminds me of that Warriors team before they finally got over the hump. They lost. They didn't make the conference finals, but they lost early to the Spurs, I think. Yep. And then they they shook back. So who knows, man? Atlanta might be your basketball town. <laughs> Just maybe. Uh any more Atlanta news? Hawks news? Shout out State Farm Arena. Nope. The traffic, everything straight. No, I'm good, man. Atlanta. All right, for sure. Uh, I don't think Trey Young is stamped for a superstar yet. I think he's still – he's definitely a star, but he's a borderline a superstar. But he also an all-star that was snubbed this year. He was. He was definitely snubbed. He was getting wins, and then they validate him for that. So, it will be interesting to see what the Hawks do in the future. They have a lot to look forward to, as I said, a great young court, a great head coach, and a stadium arena that would be rocking with them every game and win State Farm. I'm one of those fans that go, so I'm grateful for that. So looking forward to that. There's a gnat in here. Jesus. We move on to the Western Conference Finals as the Phoenix Suns defeat the Clippers in six games. Paul George was sensational, but Chris Paul and Devin Booker put the nail in the coffin to send the Suns to the finals for the first time since I was born. That was before I was born. I like 92. I never Charles, but I wasn't. Clippers in. We'll start with. Paul George, did he redeem himself in your eyes, Cut Carter? It was all the jokes last year, PPPG, Pandemic P, this boy a clown, he not serious. Did he redeem himself after his postseason run? I think he played better than before, but I, I think they need to just realize he's not a superstar. And that's how you, okay. How can you say that after he, what he just did? He, let this, he, had, he did have a bad game six, but he was leading his team without Kawhi. I don't think he's a superstar, though. I think I mean can you, you could be the number two and be a superstar. Yes, that's true. Is he? I mean, I guess he's there. He's borderline superstar. I guess so. Superstar. Well, he could all star if you don't want to say superstar. Yeah, I, no, I'm saying I'm not saying to take away from him. I just when I think of a superstar, I low key always think of the best player on the team or somebody that you know could carry a team. And I don't think he could carry him as you can see. And... If Kawhi wasn't there and that was his team, would they be able to win? No. Whereas with the Lakers, I feel like you could say that about LeBron and AD and different, you know, depending on the circumstances. 
But the Suns prove that they, without your second superstar, you ain't without your other super, without your other superstar, they can beat you. They're so, best player. Without your, without your next, without one of your top two best players, the Suns can beat you. But the Suns had their two best players, except for the Clippers. They didn't. All right. That too. They didn't have, but they didn't have Chris Paul the first two games. So the Suns proved that they, if you don't have one of your top two players, we can beat you, and that's that's cool. And that's the same that goes for the Bucks. That's why I think the Suns gonna beat them. But mm, um, jumping ahead. Yeah, I'm just saying. But <laughs> Paul George is a good player. Like I never questioned his ability. I think sometimes he's questionable on defense, and I do want to say on offense, he gets away with a lot of push-offs. That a lot of that like more. A lot of players get away with push-offs though. But his is like blatant. <laughs> it's like blatant. But I mean, he's still a bucket. Don't get me wrong. And he played the most minutes. And like he 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 who. And coming back from, I like, I always forget about his injury and what he came back from too. So that's not, you know, you can't really take much away from him. Um, Clippers just, <laughs> the Clippers just what it's just not. It, I don't, I didn't like what they put together. I never liked what they put together. I never thought what they put together was championship contender. Do you think if Kawhi stay healthy, uh, the Clippers are in the finals right now? Yeah, strong possibility. <laughs> you funny. If LeBron, if, if AD and LeBron was healthy, I don't think. The, the Suns would have made it this far, so. Well, yeah, we got to get into that soon. We got to get into that soon. I think Paul George definitely redeemed himself. No, but I, he did. Like, he, not, the, the playoff P jokes kind of, like, pandemic P, all that kind of got disappeared. But I still don't think he played P. I think <laughs> I think he's better when he's under the radar and not saying anything. I think he's better when he's, like, the leader of the team, like, the clear-cut leader, like, back in the Indiana days. where That's he, true, and, and that's what I'm saying. When he was doing that, he was good, and – I liked him in OKC too. I thought he was an MVP candidate in OKC. He was, just, and that, but it was Russell's team. It's like until right, Kawhi went down, he, his numbers go down when he's not the number one. And sometimes he is the number one with the Clippers, but sometimes he's not. That's why I, I said it's, it's almost it's similar to almost a Jalen Brown and uh, Jason Tatum situation. It's that coexisting sometimes it ain't it ain't what you think it's gonna be. Mm, speaking of that situation, uh, Kawhi Leonard has a player option this summer, thirty six million. He got cut. It. You say you think he's opting out? Oh wow! I got to come on. Take me to your mind. Why you say that? Opt out and demand more money. Opt out and field offers, or opt in because you in LA. I don't know what I don't know what's like vital to him. I don't know what's most important to him. All right, let's 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 picture it. He loved. He wanted to be in LA. Got the big new balance, a new balance deal. He loves LA. He's from LA by family. You think? Do you think it's more likely that he stays in LA, a culture and team he's familiar with for these last two seasons? Or go and start first somewhere else. I think he just I really like again. Are you are you committed to being on the West Coast? Are you committed to winning? If he's committed to the West Coast, I ain't gonna lie. When Kawhi commits somewhere, apparently he wins. So if he committed to the West Coast, might be my guess. But I don't think he'll get a championship with the Clippers. However, if he he takes offers from teams like the Heat or teams like that. You know what I'm saying? Teams that Dallas compare. was in the rumors. Yep. If he goes to a team like that, I think he, I think he got a better shot. I don't think he liked Texas, so I, I don't know about him like Dallas. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think my the, the Heat, him in the Heat is just perfect in my eyes. I think you put him in the in the East. I think that would be great defensively, but I'm thinking where would the offense come outside of Kawhi him and Jimmy mid range? Oh my god. <laughs> Well, they say you got to be good at the mid-range to win. Him and Jimmy live in the mid-range. Okay. All right. All right. Even if he's like, but no, I know he can't go there. But, like, say he was on the books or something like that with a team like that. Like, 
with Giannis. So him was with he was with Middleton. If he is like he needs Paul George could be that guy sometimes, but sometimes he needs to be 40, 50 point PG. It's like um, I don't know. I don't think they could coexist and win the championship. That's just me. Oh wow. Uh other expiring contracts for the Clippers. Uh Serge Ibaka has a nine million dollar player option. He's gonna opt in, but he should go. All right, Patrick Patterson contract is expiring. Bye. Nicholas Batum. Bye. Uh, Nicholas Batum played good. Demarcus Cousins. He played good too in the play in, in that last series. I don't mm-hmm. know, bro. And we got they one more. He's been with Zubak, but mm. I got one more. We got a shout out Reggie Jackson expiring contract. He about to get paid. <laughs> he about to get paid. Big pay, big bag. Dennis Schroeder said he won hundred million. I don't know if he's gonna get it, but I can guarantee you Reggie Jackson might get it. I don't know where he's going to go. I know he don't want to go back to Detroit. I think the Knicks might want him. I think the Heat could use him. Imagine him, imagine him in New York and Bobby Smyrna court side and they finally get a pitch with each other. I think Bobby Smyrna's at the Nets games, not the Knicks games. I don't know they want to both. But Reggie, Jack- Reggie Jackson, like, I think Utah talking about bringing back Mike Conley. I think Utah need to look at Reggie Jackson. I think Utah need to look at I mean, I think you guys need to look at Reggie Jackson. I think Dallas needs to look at Reggie Jackson. I think just like if you need a point guard, call him. Pelicans let Lonzo walk. They need to look at Reggie Jackson. That's how good he played. He, uh, Reggie Jackson bought out of his mind. He was he he became a clear number two for the Clippers when Kawhi went hurt. Even when Kawhi was there, he was a he was he, uh, he had the numbers. He still yeah. was putting up the numbers. So shout out Reggie Jackson. Uh, ball. I heard they say you were more than retirement before you came back for the play for the Clippers, and now you just played yourself into a huge payday. Shout out to you. Keep up the great work, and we appreciate it for what you did. Cut Carter. Cut through. The NBA Finals are tomorrow. We have the Phoenix Suns going up against the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis Antetokounmpo, even though he's out, he'll be back around game two or three going up against Chris Paul, Devin Booker's Suns. Can't forget about Middleton Holiday for the Bucks. I'm just, just going to give it started simple, started simple before we get into a deep dive of the NBA Finals. Who's winning the NBA Finals and, and how many games? Suns in... Hmm, Suns in six. And tell me why. Game one goes to the Suns. If Giannis don't come back game two, game two goes to the Suns. And then... After that, I feel like you do. You are, that's not the team you want to go down 2 0 against. So, yeah, and they still lost. <laughs> so, um, oh, on the contrary, they went, they were two down 2 against the Nets and came back and won. Yeah, but I think this team does not care at all. The Suns are playing like <laughs> they, they're on a different type of time right now. And I know I got the bias to Chris Paul, and that might be a part of my thinking. You do. Um, but hey, Chris Paul, I don't, I don't think they have anybody that could stop Chris Paul in uh, Devin Drew? Booker. They put Drew on Chris Paul. Who are they gonna put on Booker? PJ. <laughs> PJ ain't really show me none. He ain't really show me none this year. I don't, PJ only PJ best defensive series against KD because he had to. He had to, but he. It was his best performance, but you're still getting 40 balls on his head. I True. mean, so, and who was he guarding on the Hawks? He was guarding uh He guarded Trey Young game six, but other matchups it was against 
Ooh, I can't remember for real. I think it was, yeah, Collins, I was gonna say, or uh, Bogey. Yeah, Bogey. Yeah, so I, I don't, I don't think the Suns can be stopped right now, and I think they got too much bench depth to be stopped. Even when one of them plays bad, Cameron Payne, yep. Cam Johnson, Michael Brady, I agree, Jay Crowder, the role players matter. And again, you talked about mid range. And guess where Chris Paul and Devin Booker live? Where they live? In the mid-range. <laughs> all right. All right, all right. I don't know who's going to win this series, but I do know whoever wins this series will win in six games. Uh, for, for the sake of the podcast, I will pick the Suns in six. Uh, I think if the Suns go down, go up 3-0, this series is over before Giannis comes back. But if the Suns were able – if the Bucks were able to steal one in Phoenix or win game three – 2-1, Giannis comes back, then the series may go seven. I'm going to stick with the uh, Phoenix Suns, though. Luck has been on their side this entire postseason. Anthony Davis injured. Uh, Jamal Murray injured. Kawhi Leonard injured. Now Giannis Antetokounmpo injured. The Stars are have a line for the Phoenix Suns to win their first NBA Finals championship. Uh, I don't know if that's franchise history, but since I was born. <laughs> so Devin Booker, Chris Paul is going to be sensational. Uh, I expect this to be a fun finals. I know there's people out here who doesn't want to watch because there's not LeBron or Kawhi or Steph or Kevin Durant not playing grow up. Time for some new stars to emerge. Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, Devin Booker, Cam Johnson. It's going to be a fun series, and it starts tomorrow on uh, ABC. Yes, sir. Okay, Carter, I got a little fun topic for you, but I like having fun, man. All right, give me your top five players in the NBA Finals. Top five, no debating. Top five, top five, top this five. Is including Giannis or? Yes, including Giannis. Number one, Giannis. Oh, we're going for five to one? How you want me to do this? Five to one. Let's go five to one. Five to one. Okay. Let me see. Let me, let me type it up. All right. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. All right. Number five, Drew Holiday. Okay, Drew. Number four, Chris Middleton. Okay. Number three, Devin Booker. All right. See this. See Number two, Chris Paul. Number one, Giannis. Let's say for yeah, let's say Giannis was announced that he will not be playing NBA Finals. Who would be that number five spot instead? Number five spot. Aiden. Aiden. So Aiden has grown on you since the last time you did a top five like this. Yes. Aiden has grown on me. He's proven that he's a, he's a he's a top 10 big man in the league. Okay. And, and I got to give him his props. And if it wasn't for Giannis being on his list, he would be my he, – he's my honorable mention right now with Giannis on the list. Because right. I, I, I thought Mikael was going to catch on, but he didn't catch on like I thought. But it's harder on the wing, I guess. And Aiden was the number one pick, so. Yeah, okay. He was expected to be this, so now he's living up to it. You got to respect it. Okay, okay. Uh, I agree with your list. I was maybe trying to debate whether Middleton or Holiday could be interchangeable, but Middleton's a better closer than Holiday, but Holiday plays both ends of the floor as Drew well. Can, Drew can be he, Drew can be the X factor of the series, but I just – Middleton, after that third – how many times in that quarter – <laughs> that live, bro. I was like, right. I can't even like cap on the man. Like, he it was a, it was a spiritual experience seeing Chris Middleton do that live. Uh, I mean, I 
Drew can't shoot like that. Not from three. Anything inside the uh, inside the perimeter, <laughs> Drew, Drew is crazy. But <laughs> that three, the way he, he was shooting the three like that, I was like, all right, this man is a sniper, like for sure. Three the main sniper. Speaking of X factors, you brought it up. Give me the X factor for each team that this player has to play this certain way for this team to win. Chris Paul has to be. That's anticlimactic. Chris Paul. I mean, all right. <laughs> Aiden. Aiden was going to be the X factor for them because Devin, but I think Devin Booker is going to get his regardless. I think, like, Devin Booker going to get his regardless. Even if he shoots nine for 20, eight for 20, he's going to get Chris going to get his assist. And Chris going to make the right play every time for the most part. That leaves the big man. If the big man balls, the big man gets double doubles. Like Capella and Collins, basically, like what they the type of time they was on, I think they could beat them. And that's what Brooklyn didn't have that they needed to beat them. You need a big man. True. There you go. As far as the Bucks to beat the Suns, you need a big man. They don't have one. You don't like you don't think Brooke a big? I don't think Brooke messed with Aiden. <laughs> and I think I don't think Brooke dropping 30 on the Suns. Like it's just gotta. The Brook can stretch the Hawks out. You can't stretch the Suns out because they everybody can guard the broom. Okay. Aiden's not like slow. He's he not like, you know, elite perimeter defender, but he can get out there. And again, they, the guard play is there. And Chris can play decent defense too. Booker, they're going to probably try to hide him on PJ. And then, and Booker, not a bad defender either, but it's just put him on PJ. You got Mikael Bridges probably guarding. Uh, Going, he's gonna be guarding uh Middleton, and then who's the fourth? Oh, Crowder's gonna be on Giannis. Porter starts too when Giannis hurt. Crowder gonna be on Giannis, and if Giannis not there, Crowder and Porter's gonna fight. I can see that. <laughs> um, and the big man, Aiden. I'm getting Aiden. That's why I say Aiden was the matchup for them, and that's what the Bucks gonna be missing. They're gonna need well if Giannis don't play, they're gonna need that that presence, and if he do play. Giannis gonna have to be like, he's gonna have to play like a big man as well. Okay. I like it. I like it. My X factors for the Suns. I think Cameron Payne. I think the backcourt play will be essential to this series. And you know, with Middleton and uh Drew going at it with Booker and CP, I think Cameron Payne off the bench, spark having that spark going up against Jeff Teague or Pat Connaughton will be huge for the Suns, uh, given uh their track records. And I think he has he, if he plays sensational, Suns will win this series. For the Bucks, I'm leaning towards Drew Holiday. I think if he can limit Devin Booker scoring maybe just 20, 25 rather than going for 35 or 40 ball, while also on the offensive side of the ball, dropping his usual 20 points, being a closer on the inside, playing great offensively, facilitating offense, I think the Bucks would be in good shape. They just need to steal one in Phoenix, and they would be in good shape for Giannis' eventual return. And, I, and there's little rumors going around saying that the Bucks play better without Giannis. Um, Greg Lopez is in the interior more often than Giannis because when Giannis is in, he has to be towards the paint while Brooke becomes a three-point shooter. So right now they're two and on this postseason without Giannis. Looking to go three and zero tomorrow. Um, I don't know. We're gonna see if that's true. <laughs> uh, more NBA Finals. Who's the better? Who has the better coaching staff? Uh, the Bucks or the Suns? Cut Carter. The Suns. Why you just shut it off like that? Like Coach Button, I like that. He don't make adjustments. I don't even know what he be doing. <laughs> I 
Um, I don't think he does. I think he's getting carried by his uh his roster. I could, uh, that's fair, I guess. Not really, but I guess. Man, a little adjustments. Okay. <laughs> Mine is a motivator, man. Mine is a motivator. Mine, mine is a great coach, and I agree with you. I think the co- better coaching staff is the Phoenix Suns. Uh, do you think experience will matter in these finals? Uh, I know Jay Crowder is the only one that's played in the finals between both that teams, but the, Bucks, but the Bucks have more players with playoff experience than the Phoenix Suns. I don't think it matters. I don't think that's what it's going to come down to. I think he's going to come down and plays the best. <laughs> it don't have nothing to do with experience. Oh, oh. And the Suns got more rest. That's true. They did got more rest on nearly a week, five days. Last but not least, we're going to take it from the finals to the whole NBA playoffs. You know how we feel about NBA awards, how they, I think they should be voted on before the NBA finals. So now we're going to do our first team all NBA playoffs. I want the five best players in the, that perform, in the postseason, two guards, two forwards, one center. Who was your first team all NBA playoffs? First team all NBA playoffs. I got Trey Young at the one. I got ooh. You said two guards, two forwards. Two guards, two forwards, and one center. You messed me up with that. With the two, two, one, two guards. Format. All right. Um, I got Devin Booker as the two guard, but I want to put Reggie Jackson in there, but I can't now. And forwards, I have KD and Paul George. Okay. And for centers, I have Joker still, even though he got swept by the Suns. He's the best center to me. And B could be honorable mention, but whatever. (laughs) All right, I got you. For me, my first team All-NBA playoffs, my two guards will go to Damian Lillard and Luka Doncic. My Damn. two forwards will go to Giannis Antetokounmpo and Kevin Durant. And for center, I'm going DeAndre Ayton. He has proved himself that he's uh, validated to be the first overall pick in that 2018 NBA draft class. Uh, and he's been playing sensational. He really surprised me this postseason. So I give Ayton a nod. He's been playing sensational for the Suns. And I think he will continue playing like that in the NBA Finals. All right. We're almost done. We're almost done NBA. <laughs> a lot of NBA news happened over the last two weeks. Carter, uh, coaches have been hired. I'm about to give you the list. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. For the NBA teams that have a new head coach, the Portland Trailblazers have Chauncey Billups. The Dallas Mavericks have Jason Kidd. The Indiana Pacers have Rick Carlisle. And the Boston Celtics, Boston Celtics has Emmy Uduke the assistant coach of the the Brooklyn Nets, sorry. Uh, out of those four hirings, cut, um, which one did you like the most? Favorite hiring? Blazers, Mavericks, Pacers, or Celtics? Who the Pacers hired? Pacers hired Rick Carlisle. He's the best coach that was out there. Um, proven. Consistent playoff experience. Yep. Um, but my favorite is the Billups to Portland. Why? Because I think Billups was a great player and I think he can be an exceptional coach and this is his first opportunity, so I'd like to see it. I also respect the Jason Kidd's son and I don't know much about the Boston coach, but I do like what he said about 
the, the Celtics lacked an assist. It was too much ISO ball, and I could not agree more. <laughs> yeah, he was the he was an assistant coach for Team USA basketball, and he's also okay, well, married. He you knows I'm talking about though. Like he was like, no disrespect to Brad. He like no disrespect to Brad, but you know, and I get it. Like you got two superstars, but you don't have Kimba. Is like you don't have you don't have what you need to win in today's NBA. ISO ball and get you so far. That is true. It is true. Which leaves the head coaching vacancies open for the Magic, Pelicans, and the Wizards. Speaking of the Pelicans, who would you like the Pelicans to get as their head coach? But I don't even care no more. I feel like we, I don't know who we're gonna get. <laughs> I'd be like, what's t- like? Why are we the last team? Like we out here like maybe they're doing their due diligence. The Wizards got theirs, didn't they? Didn't the Wizards get theirs? No, not yet. They did not get theirs yet. They said they're look, looking at Sam Cassell, Becky Hammond, Kenny Atkinson, Mark Jackson, Wes Unsell Jr. They ain't get theirs yet. We're done. I don't even care. <laughs> it, I'm like, all I care is about the team not moving in 2024. But if they do, I know some. 2024. Mm-mm, that's pretty low-key close. close. All right. Um, any more NBA playoff news before I go down one more NBA news? No? No. It's all right. Good. That's all I have. <laughs> Team USA basketball roster was announced. It will include Bam Adebayo, Bradley Bill, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Jeremy Grant, Draymond Green, Drew Holiday, Zach Levine, Damian Lillard, Kevin Love, Chris Middleton, and Jason Tatum. It will be coached by head coach Greg Popovich with assistant coaches Steve Kerr. Lloyd Pierce and Jay Wright of Villanova University, and Jerry Colin Angle, Colangelo. Whoa, I just messed that up. Colangelo. There we go. Uh, cut card out of those players. Who do you think has the most approves in this Team USA? Um, for Team USA, who has the most what to prove or to gain out of those players? I mean, none of them. I mean, like, I don't think you took the best. Some of the best all stars in the from the league and put them on one team. <laughs> I don't think they should lose a game. Like I don't think they have anything to lose or game. All right, better win. It's theirs to lose. All right, all right, better question. Do you think they they will lose? Uh, Luka Doncic just gave Slovenia their first Olympic berth. Canada has R.J. Barrett, Andrew Wiggins, Team Australia, Andrew Bogut. I believe is playing. He's an ambassador over there. Uh, you know, Frank without Ben, without Ben, Australia has no chance, and he's literally not playing. Well, Ben can't shoot free throws anyway. So Ben, ben could score. When are are play. you taking the field or are you taking Team USA in basketball? I'm taking Team USA, gold medal, gold. I don't think, I don't think it's gonna be close. You know right. the most the game? Damian Lillard when he wins MVP. All right, fine. What if? All right, let's say worst case. What if Team USA loses? They're not gonna lose. I'm saying, what if though? Like, let's say in an alternate universe that team they lose. I don't know who they lose to. I don't know. I really don't think any team's good. The Canada team just lost to to Luke to uh Canada team just lost to Thomas Sodorowski. What country you play for? I don't even know. <laughs> I just seen it though. I was like, yo, this is wild. Thomas Sodorowski game then. Okay. I don't know how people let Luca, bro. 
Luka you lost to a team with pretty much one person. Look, now nah, the other team scored like Luka had thirty. The other team had like forty though. You know what I'm saying nobody else on his team scored. So you wouldn't look at Team USA basketball funny if they don't come home with a gold medal. Yes, I'm gonna look at them funny if they don't come up. Like if they don't come up with a gold medal, I'm like, no LeBron, I guess. <laughs> Better question. We seen uh, Luca said in um, interviews and in a press conference saying that winning a gold medal for his country would be bigger than winning a championship in the NBA. How do you feel about that comment? I guess he mean that his country mean that much to him. If I'm in the NBA, bro, I want the championship. The, this Olympic, I mean, running a gold medal is cool and all, but you know, to other countries, it means more. I agree. Then the USA, because we got national. Our, our sports is the national. Like it's yeah. our sports is the like the most you know popular as far as outside of soccer. Outside of soccer, if you're gonna look at basketball, you're gonna try to look at NBA basketball. Outside of um, soccer, if you're not gonna look at if you're gonna want to watch football, you're gonna look at the NFL. He's like our league is the most popular. I would assume since I'm here, but. I feel like I'm our NBA, especially NBA. The NBA is international, international known. Yeah, I, I agree with you. What you're saying, because like similar, like soccer. If uh, England got the Premier League or La Liga or those other leagues in Europe, uh, for team for like MLS winning the World Cup or the Olympics for that, a player over here would be better. We better. Thomas Adarowski won for the Czech Republic. Oh wow. Okay. And it was and it was in somebody's face. Who face was it? Was it RJ Barrett? Um, RJ Barrett. Dort face. Oh, Lou Dort. Dort. You say he was clamps, remember? He could stop harding. He is clamps. I don't know why you get in game like that though. Nah, is it, is any given day, is any given day on the court. <laughs> uh any more basketball news before we talk about a little NFL? A little NFL on the way. Take your silence and no. The Dallas Cowboys will be featured on Hard Knocks, um, Hard Knocks HBO. Uh, you know, inside their training camp for the Dallas Cowboys will feature Jerry Jones, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, and others. Uh, who are you most excited for to see? What are your expectations for this Hard Knocks for the Dallas Cowboys? I really don't even watch Hard Knocks like that no more. I don't. I don't know. It's gonna be hard. For you them. It's gonna be hard for them to compete with last season. That Rams Charges was good. It was good. Was good. I I don't know if they got enough personality to compete with that. Well, all right, let's let's think. Mike McCarthy might not be that person that more, that much personality, because I think I think the defense side with your boy from Dan Quinn might be a little more interesting. Well, um, you know, Demarcus Lawrence got a big personality. You know what I'm saying? From the coach, like the oh, coaches oh. made coaches made Hard Knocks funner too. Okay. So Dan Quinn, I think, could help with that, and then um. I think the defensive side is gonna be more personable. I think the offensive side is gonna be. Like, I, think, I think the offense is gonna dominate it. I, I think, think the defense is gonna show themselves because there's so much. There's more battles going on over there. We kind of already know what to expect with the offense, but I think the offense will be the draw because everybody wants to see CD and Zeke and Dak. 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 They gonna draw. They gonna draw. They gonna draw the viewership off the offense, but I think the defensive side is gonna be more interesting. Okay, got you, got you. Yeah, I think Dak's recovery. That's gonna be like. You know, only so much he gonna show. Zeke only gonna show so much. Okay. CD might show his ass and be funny. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I think uh-huh. Jerry, I think Jerry Jones gonna be on there. And I don't think every episode, but I think like they're gonna dedicate an episode. GM, to like, right? You know, it's, yeah, it's, he's a GM. Was McVay the GM and the coach or just G, the coach? GM and head coach. He's a GM and owner, Jerry Jones. 
No, I'm talking about McVay. No, he's just the uh, coach. But the GM used to come in there with him and they fired Yeah, Lex Snee is their GM, I believe. Okay. And I think last year was better. I think because due to the pandemic, everybody wanted to see how like the NFL was going to do everything and how they're going to have the protocols and things in place with us slowly exiting this pandemic. I think going to be more open. I think some COVID protocols will remain, even though the NFL is instituting some things for teams that get vaccinated. So I think it would definitely be fun to watch. I will always watch a hard knock, especially with HBO Max. I can just load it up on there and watch it. And I just want to see like what their game plan is, how they're going to fix that defense, America's team. Their fans, uh, Mike McCarthy. I want to see like a and 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 a look into him and see is he a coach as a motivator or things that like the media be perpetuated. Like when the cameras on him, we'll see how that, those things go. And I and they have um, it's gonna be fun. Speaking of the Cowboys, they are featured in Madden 22, which had their cover reveal a couple weeks ago. Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady on the cover of Madden 21, older goat and baby goat. Um. We we are Madden fanatics here, uh, Tuck Carter. I think you're a Madden dev low on the on the low. Uh, what are you excited for for this next installment of the Madden series? You said what about it? The next what's the last part? What are you most excited for for the next installment of this series? I'm excited for the game day factors and the momentum factors. I think they put in a little like the franchise stuff. Like I didn't like like the previous franchise that much because it didn't change. But I'm not one of them people that's so like I don't really get wrapped up into because I. I don't really think they could do much, but I do like the fact that they're actually like paying attention to it. And I mean, based on previous games, I think they could do a lot, but it's just like, I think people have got to understand that technology got harder and the software has got harder to use. So a lot of stuff you saw back in the day was easier to develop on a lower scale software. Like a PS2 game or a PS3 game, it's less, it's not what this is. This PS5 hardware is so you know, mind blowing and so so much going on that I think they're still learning as they go, especially as a developer. And you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes into that that people don't like. People like me and you don't know anything about, but we got a comment about it. And then, um, so yeah, the game day factor and the uh, the momentum factor I think is important. I think I like the idea that every stadium is different. Every stadium has their own, you know, their own things like the weather should matter in a certain stadium opposed to a different stadium. So the weather at mile high, the ball should carry, you know, the weather at the uh, Chicago social field, the ball should, you know, blow, you know, carry when it's windy. Um, rain should matter. Snow should matter. The the ball should not fly in the snow like it would in the rain. It's certain elements that I think is just make it more realistic. And some people want realism and some people just want to be able to do fake stuff. I'm one of those people that like realism. I like authenticity. So I like the idea of them giving more. I look forward to the franchise mode and how the improvements they've been um, slowly instituting into the franchise mode. I'm looking forward to what they're bringing to that. I know they're adding offensive and defensive coordinators, adding more to the training, adding press conferences, press conferences for the uh, coaches, allowing you to change up your game plan at halftime. If your team, you can't game plan for one thing, but the team does something opposite, you can make adjustments at halftime. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to that aspect of it. And I'm always by Madden. I just hope they just finally realize. I know what you were saying about like the um, older software. You could make it. It was easier to make it on that scale. But Madden's supposed to be the most realistic thing to real life video game wise. And I think they should always put their best foot forward. Similar to 2K. I think with no competitor out there, they're able to get away with some of the things they do. 
But if let's say uh, two NFL 2K came back or NBA Live came back, I think they would be more motivated to better their product rather than having a social media hashtag get you get you going, get funds going to, to towards it. Because I believe um there are some developers at uh EA and 2K that want want things instituted into the game, but higher ups may be like, oh no, I don't think we need that. Let's just keep more focus on uh my player and ultimate team like i believe there are developers that are motivated to making it better but just can't and i have the resources but i'm more directed towards eas the higher ups over there make this the more most realistic madden basketball game as possible and just put out a good product man so your consumer could be happy rather than feel like they waste their money right it's a powerful slug we did Any more football news? No, I mean, let me see. We should have did this live. Not live. Somebody in person, like, next to each other. We could have. I didn't think. Too late for that. Oh, shout out to the 14-time uh, champion, Joey Chestnut, the glizzy gladiator, for winning yet another national hot dog contest. Round of applause to him, sir. Um, oh, we was talking about the Olympics earlier. Uh, Shikari uh, Richardson, yes, was unfortunately she was suspended 30 days due to her smoking uh, marijuana use for using marijuana. And she may she will miss the Olympics, I believe, her individual races, but she may be able to run for the relays. Um, oh, sad situation. Um, I, I, my personal belief, uh, marijuana isn't a performance enhancement drug, so it shouldn't matter. But I do understand that the rules were already in place. So, and she uh, and she accepted her punishment like a true champion. So, I think they should definitely change the rule and let her run. But, uh, it sucks. It definitely sucks. I think the, uh, they're losing the hype around the the. Yeah, the, I'm not watching no more. I'm probably not gonna watch no more. Yeah, I think they're definitely losing the hype without the, with all the races and. And things going on. I saw, I don't know if it was short or not, but they said a Nigerian team was disqualified because they ran out of their lane or something like that. I don't know what's going on. I feel like all the news that's coming out lately, they're just targeting black women. So it sucks. I don't have to be I don't have too much to say about it because I don't care. Most they took her out. I'm like, I'm not watching. So how do you feel about the Olympics? Do the Olympics still matter? Not to me. I mean, it's cool and all gold, whatever. I watch basketball. I'm not watching nothing else, to be honest, probably. Yeah, you watch Simone. Oh yeah, I watched I watched Simone Bob's caught by the baby goat. <laughs> um, yeah, gym gym and basketball, because I'm not watching I'm not watching track no more. So you watching baseball? They do Olympic baseball. Baseball back and softball. For for Olympics? Yeah, they they had them in 2008, but then they went on a 13-year hiatus and now they're back. They took it out because of, um, they said there was a lot of hype around it. And America, MLB players that on their 40-man roster, so Mookie Betts, Bryce Harper, all those great players, they don't play in the Olympics because the MLB schedule is during the Olympics. So who's playing? So it's minor leaguers and free agents for Team USA. But like even for the even for the countries like Japan and uh, 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 Titus Jr., Fernando Titus Jr. for the Pirates, he can't play for Dominican Republic. Because he's he's on the MLB. I'm not watching that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Last thing, sports. 
the college athletes cannot get paid for their name, image, and likeness starting last week. Shout out to uh, I can't say I can't shout out the NCAA because they didn't make this happen. Shout out to the courts for fighting for this California early state. I was fighting for this legislation. Uh, and finally, um, HBCU athletes can get paid for name, image, and likeness. Uh, Division two, Division three could get paid for name, image, and likeness. And of course, for Division one athletes who are great, the Tim Tebow's, the Manzels, the Joe Burrows can finally get compensated and may have land a huge deal. You already seen Bo Nix of Auburn getting paid. We already seen Spencer Rattler sign a deal with Canes. We also seen De'Aaron King release something saying that for all the money, for some of the money he makes, he's going to give it to his offensive lineman who can't get that same shine. So the college players are starting to invest uh, up financial literacy, find, finding an agent that can find them the best opportunity to make the most out of those college experience while they're, because they're at the end of the day, they're playing with their labor. So I'm excited for this. I'm looking forward to uh, all of it. I'm excited to see the deals that get done the collaborations, all of that. I'm looking forward to it. How you feeling, man? You like, you find, I know you applaud it. Uh, I appreciate it for sure. I've been asking for this for a long time. I like what it means for NCAA football, coming back to video games potentially and actually having cover athletes and actually having likeness and players in the game. Woo! Uh, all the teams should be able to sign on board too and get a little something out of it. And I think it's just a good look for everybody in general because when you're in college, everybody else can work. So why can't they? Life's a business. Life's a trip. I think this is definitely a new error. I don't. I, do you foresee any issues with like this happening? I can't. I like as of right now. Maybe I'm too blind. Other than like football, still gonna be a number one goal if you're trying to make. Because once you, I'm not football, but I'm talking about in general sports, all the sports. But I'm thinking football. But you know, in basketball, every, everybody. If you don't make it in that sport, you're going to lose your endorsement. <laughs> that simple. It's true. You could be that guy in college. A lot of people are. A lot of people peak in college, which is why for those players that was peaked in college, this should have always been around because they could have made something out of something off of it. Because everybody don't make it to the league, in any league. Everybody don't make it professional sport, period. So now you got a chance to capitalize off it. And, you know, you could use that money to invest. You could use that money to do a startup. You could use that money for a lot of stuff that most people back in the day couldn't. A lot of people be college athletes and end up burnt out mm. doing nothing. That's true. So this is a good chance, especially for those athletes that come from the, you know, the bottom, from the poor, poor, the low income areas. You know, you got to respect it for them because this could be, some people don't get the chance to change their family life when they finally get in the pros, but you can change it now. I think uh, only issue, I don't think it won't be more of an issue. It's more like a debate and like discussion will be how the sports that get the more popularity, such as college basketball and college football, like how those athletes will, I'm just forecasting, will probably be more like they get more endorsements and things like that rather than for like baseball, softball, women's basketball, tennis, swimming. I ain't gonna lie, if you good and nationally known, you know how to market yourself, it don't matter what sport you play. Mm, they say it's this gymnast that's it's this gymnast that's about they say she's gonna have million dollar deals. What I'm talking about, let me be quiet. <laughs> you know, gymnastics is big, you know what I'm saying? It is big. I think every sport is track big. Because right. the thing is with gymnasts and track, you don't have to finish. You can just drop out and go do it professionally. I didn't that's what Shakara did. She didn't finish college. She left LSU early and went to do be professional track. Because why wouldn't you? You don't have 
football is the only sport which makes sense because it's a physical thing. And basketball, either go ahead and in that now, now, now that they took this out, there's no reason for people to have to go to college. So, from the uh, basketball perspective, what you think? You think players? Because I think with the nil thing going through, I think more players will be more likely to go to college, get college that instead of yeah. To get that college experience, play for those teams, but also they're making their money on the doorstep. Right. Like, and they, and now more, more some kids will be willing to stay the whole time. Like the four years, if they're not ready. Right. I get what you're saying. Okay, okay. Because I'm getting the door. I'm not broke. I can stay here. I'm not in a rush to go make these millions or these hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I think that definitely helped college basketball keep, keep some more recruits and the top, top stars are more likely to go to G League with this thing going through. So so let's let's talk. Let, what do you think about Bronny? Do you think – which role do you think he'll take after the NIL things passed? Got endorsements? No, he was never going to college. I don't think. He face clan and all that. He on magazines. He face clan, though. I don't know if face clan kind of as a sponsorship or just being a part of it. I don't know how it works, but um, – he was never going to college anyway, I don't think. He ain't, going, he ain't taking a G League route. Yes. I don't know. I don't think the G League, they don't get their, their necessary shine, though. We've seen with Jalen Greenstock, because Jalen Green felt he'll be a first round pick, a first overall pick, he went to college. We've seen with Kay Cunningham going to college. He's in, uh, what's his name? They're, 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 I think it's the pandemic that killed that for them. Killed the G League? Yeah. Okay. Because they played in the bubble, they didn't play all over. Okay. And they didn't play in a situation where NBA players could come and visit those games and it gets highlighted because LeBron showed up to his game, a G League game. Okay. Like the WNBA right now. The WNBA back is back in person. Now people showing up. Kamara at the games. LeBron at the games. Dame at the games. It's getting more attention. But if Bronny go G League, people going to watch because they watch everything he does. He's the, like, he has a chance to be the biggest person coming out because of who people expect him to be and what his dad is. Zion? You ain't got no more high Zion on, man. No, nah, not more than that, but I think, no, bro, I ain't gonna lie. His high school, well, Zion high school games on ESPN, too. He, he gonna be, they gonna, bro, everything he does is just talk about. I, I think everything he does is, like, they made it. They, they, they just talked about him and said, LeBron, um, they gave him that call because it's LeBron's gym. Like, LeBron did not like that. And then he was I like. I saw it. Because I think it was on the loudspeaker. Like, he can hear it. It wasn't, like, on the phone. It was the, the commentator. Oh, they gave him that because that's LeBron's son. Yeah, that is pretty wild. It's disrespectful, bro. That was a great talk. I'm looking forward. Like I said, I'm looking forward to all the NIL deals. But Jalen Green is the best player in the draft. And I, I'll go. That was you your hot take? That was you your take? Can, you can stamp me on that. Oh, yeah, that was your take. We'll see. Uh, hey, he's nice, too, though. It's one of them, two. But if, if Jalen Green don't go top two, bro. I think, uh, bro, from... Uh, Gonzaga, I forgot his name just that quick. Jalen, not Jalen Green. Who made the uh, half-court shot? Remember his name? Okay. All right. Well, that's all I have. Um, half-court shot. Let's try, let me look up a name before we move on. It's not showing up. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Nah. I just can't find it. Kirk Carter music. Uh, we've been blessed with a lot of new music over the last couple of weeks. I don't know. If we, did we ever talk about Call Me If You Get Lost? No, we did not. Yeah. Shout out to Tyler for dropping one of his best albums. Maybe his best. Uh, call, me, call Me If You Get Lost. Features from from 42 Doug, Youngboy, and a lot of others. Um, 
Very good album. I liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. We also got hit with uh, Coyle Ray featuring Kodak Black at the top, a single. We got hit with a new Jaden record called Bye. Uh, Planet Her by Doja Cat. I got the deluxe downloaded. Great album. Um, great music. She's she's fine. Like, that was my first time giving her a listen like on a project. She's really good. Um, the Voice of the Heroes, y'all, we talked about that. Um, Brent Fayez dropped a single featuring Drake, Wasting Time. It's actually a vibe. I didn't like it at first when I heard the snippet on Twitter, but he's talking about something. We also got Division and Ty Dolla Sign dropped a single called I Believe It featuring Mac Miller. They apparently are working on a joint project. I'm excited for that. I like the song. I like the Mac verse. Very nostalgic. Um, good quality music. We got 25 by G Herbo. I didn't get to finish listening to this album yet because it's 19 songs and I was busy. and <laughs> But I can say off of what I did here, it is great. It was a no skip album for the couple of songs I heard, but I gotta finish it out. But he's um, Sierra was pretty consistent and uh, reliable for what he delivers. Um, also got some new music that you know you you may not know, but I know, so I'm gonna just put it out there. Um, we got Jizzle World by Stone Cold Jizzle, New Orleans rapper from the Seven Ward, uh, Seven Ward. Great music and something I think everybody should check out if you got a chance to listen because I think New Orleans needs some new new artists on the map. We also got. Four Guy by Rob 49 also from New Orleans. And there's some good tracks on there as well. Um, he had a concert in New Orleans that went crazy. He might be the biggest one out of New Orleans right now, uh, coming up. And then last but not least, my 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 I don't do celebrity crushes, but not a lot. But you know, she she's a, she's she's beautiful. Seen her at a Hawks game before. Variety of scientists from Atlanta, East Atlanta. Uh she dropped a couple singles, Aura. Aura, is it Aura? You say Aura. R.I.P. to you and Always and Forever dropped last year. She has her day, I don't know if this is an album or what, but she has her project dropping this weekend called Ride Ride World. So I think y'all should keep a lookout on that one if you like R&B. And that leads me into my top five. Top so five, no debating. Top, top five, top five, top five. Women in R&B right now. And this could be based on preference, talent, you know, just you. It don't even have to be somebody active right now, but you know, for me it is. All right. Top five R&B women artists as of today. My top five, not yours. Number five. <laughs> number five, Summer Walker. Number four, Jasmine Sullivan. Number three, Her. Number two, Chloe and Holly. And number one, SZA. Who sent you this list? <laughs> I, I, for one, have never heard you listen to Summer Walker or Jasmine Sullivan. Well, I do I do have a Summer Walker song download on my phone. One song. What is it? Privilege? Well, let's see. Potential. Potential. You got potential. It's a whole EP. The Life on Earth EP. Okay, and Sullivan? And who else? Okay, whatever. His list. All right. <laughs> I didn't think of Chloe and Haley because uh, they're a duo, but they're, they're, they're a good option. So I'll make Ariana Grande my honorable mention. She's a pop. I mean, pop R&B kind of, you know how I feel about pop. I got you, bud. <laughs> I'll put Chloe and Haley, Haley at number five. Number four, I have her. 
Number three, I have Snow Allegra. Number two, I have Doja Cat. And number one, I have Mariah the Scientist. Uh, no gas either. It's one thing to be beautiful, but it's another thing to be beautiful and talented. And I think she has it. It's been a while now. Deja vu like I'm sitting on the couch. <laughs> you know that song? I don't do that. I had to think about it. What song you sing it? I can't uh, eat. I can't sleep. Oh. oh, you singing a trippy song. That's what introduced me to her. Honestly, if she went on a trippy album, I would have never heard of her from there. Well, not never heard of her. I would have heard of her eventually because I'm in Atlanta, but that's what put me on her. Um, and the music is great. Her song, Aura, or Aura, I keep saying it wrong, I'm sure. But ever since I heard it, I've had it like on constant repeat. I really enjoy it. It's sampled the Isley Brothers. And um, I listened to her old stuff a while back, like around my birthday. I went back and listened to her old stuff, and I thought she was really good back in October. So, um. I think she got a lot of potential. I think she could be a, a pretty big R&B singer. And I'm actually going to the concert because I love music that much. I bought tickets to go to her concert with a couple of my homies, homegirls. You won't be here, so it don't matter. Arizona Brew. <laughs> uh, is there any more music news? Is there any news breaking? Is that a podcast? Do I need to check? Mm. Um, the Euros happened a couple weeks ago. I think Italy or Switzerland won, so shout out to them. Um, I think that's it. Is there any news breaking uh, that I'm missing? Hello? 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 No, I think we're good, brother. Uh, all right. Congratulations again to the Bucks and Nets for making it to the NBA Finals. Chris Paul first Finals appearance. Bucks and Nets, huh? You said Bucks and Nets. I'm sorry. Congratulations to the Bucks and Bucks and Suns for making it to their first, the first their NBA Finals. Chris Paul's first NBA Finals in his illustrious career. Will be fun to watch CCP, the point guard in action, going up against Drew Holiday. The New Orleans Suns versus the New Orleans Bucks. Who you got, Cardi going New Orleans Suns? Ooh, well, okay, money. Shout out to money, man. And this will conclude episode 105 of the Pack Life Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to like, comment, share, and subscribe. We're available to our podcast, Spotify, and YouTube. Follow us at Pack Life Pod and Pack Life Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I am joined here today with my blood brother, Mr. Cut Carter. Cut. Go. And I'm your host, Bruiser Carter. Thank you for tuning in. Episode 105, an hour and a little, a little change for you guys. Take it in and enjoy the NBA Finals. We will be back with NFL predictions, NBA Finals recap, and other things on the way. Music, no music going to stop. It's summer 21. Uh, we're out of here. Wear a mask. Get vaccinated. Boom. New Pack Life.